Napa know-how. Right now, you can get a $20 prepaid Visa gift card by mail with the purchase of a Napa Legend Premium Battery. Its durability and power make it the obvious choice for people who hate getting stranded by a dead car battery. So pretty much everyone. The Napa Legend Premium Battery and $20 back. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. Limit two per household while supplies last. Offer ends 228.19. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living with your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, today is April 9th, 2011, and I'm here today to tell you that it is a beautiful, sunny day in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm just coming to share some sunshine with you here on the show. I thank each and every one of you for continually pouring out your support on the show, pouring out your support on me, and let me let you know uh, with everything in my heart that if you weren't here, if you weren't here, if you didn't come back each and every week, there would be no purpose for me to continue to do this show. So I'm thankful that, you know, whether you're listening to this show live or whether you listen to this show via podcast, I am thoroughly appreciative of you. I love you. I'm praying for your success. I believe that the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. And not only that, I'll continually and consciously tell you, don't ever give up on your dreams. Don't ever quit. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. I want you. I want that to resonate in your spirit today. I want it to resonate in everything you do. No, no matter what the situation looks like, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. But before we go any further in this show, I turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that is a move of his spirit. People, today I have a special show planned for you. We are continuing in our series Overcoming Hard Times with part four of the series. Tonight's show is going to be The Victory of the Uncluttered Mind. The Victory of the Uncluttered Mind. I want you to get ready. We're going to take some good notes. I'm going to give you some good uh, good information. Take some good notes. And you, when you apply this stuff in your uh, own lives, you apply these principles, I guarantee you're going to see some stuff happen. I'm seeing things move for myself because I can share something with you. I have, look, I'm my own guinea pig. Everything you you see me or hear me talking about i use it myself so i'm not just handing you something saying hey this this may work i know this stuff works because i use it personally there are a lot of things that that have been going on in my life recently that have uh you know really made me have to you know dig deep spiritually and dig deep and 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 trust god for more of his anointing more of his guidance more of his love because I've made some mistakes in my life recently. I made some mistakes in judgment. I made some mistakes in, in how I've handled uh, situations. But I can guarantee you that these these principles that, we're, that I'm presenting to you tonight, they are designed to get you out of that hard place and get you to the place where you belong, and that's living the life of your dreams. Because, again, the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful, and you absolutely deserve it. So you have to continue to hold on to that. We're going to do some visualization um, uh, techniques later in the show. We're also going to do some affirmation later in the show. So I want you to just to to hold on to your seats. I want to take you to an inspirational song, and then we'll be right back. Put your hands together for my friend and my brother, Brother Jay Moss. Come on. Come on, PDA. Play that pajam praise groove for me. Can I get y'all to make some crazy praise noise in here? Come on. Come on. Come on, now Byron, I want you to do this like this, listen. We lift our voice to bless you. We lift our hands to reach you. We lift our hearts to love you. 
a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you. Part 
bless you. We lift our hands to reach you. We lift our hearts to love you. Holy is your wonder. We present our bodies a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable unto you. We love you. We love you, 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 we love you. Come on, can you worship Jesus? We love you, Jesus. Oh, yeah, we do. Do I have anybody in here that really loves Jesus? Has he done anything for you right now? Now, 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 now. Hello and we're back. That was We Love You by Byron Cage featuring Jay Moss. And I just wanted to inspire you, get you get your blood flowing in the right direction right now. We we're we're um hitting the home stretch of this series, Overcoming Hard Times. I just want you to stay inspired. I want you to keep your mind focused on success. Keep your mind focused on the life of your dreams, which is wonderful and you deserve. Keep your mind focused on living the life of your dreams. Keep your mind focused on that which you want and get your mind off of the things you don't want. Like I said, I, I'm a work in progress myself, so I'm actually, like I said, I'm, go, I'm studying this stuff right along with you. Everything I'm, you hear me saying, I'm doing it firsthand because I have to. There's a lot of things that are going on behind the scenes that, you know, one day we're going to talk about openly. Right now, we, we, we you know, we're still putting some things in order, but I'm actually doing all the things I'm telling you right now myself because, look, we're in this thing, thing to win it. We're in this game to win it. We're in this game of life to win. We're not here to lose. We're not here to, to be miserable. We're not here to be hurt. We're not here to walk around sad all the time. We're not, you know, and, and nobody else is responsible for our happiness or and our joy but us. So I want, I want to reiterate that. Nobody else is responsible for our happiness and joy but us. So we can't even... Um, Put that off on anybody else's shoulders as their responsibility. I've, and one thing I'll say is this: before I go into uh, our next segment, I have had over the course of the last ninety days or so, like the last quarter or so, most of my friends who I talk to, my closest friends I talk to on a daily basis, I've had the majority of them. Uh, they, their lives have become so busy that I rarely hear from them. I mean, people who are really close to me, people who I really uh, would lean on for wisdom sometimes, and I haven't had the access to them that I know that I'm accustomed to having to them, and as a result, it's um, it's caused me to have to get tougher spiritually. It's caused me to have to dig deep spiritually, and and now I'm, I'm in a place now where I'm trusting God more for for His wisdom to flow through me for certain situations, for most situations actually. I'm learning how to take things to God first. Because he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So I'm learning, I've learned how to be more self-sufficient, not to exclude um, friendship or not to exclude, you know, the love of, of people who really care about you. But in the same sense, they're not responsible for your happiness and joy. You are. 
And I think that even for myself, and I'm just going on a, and this is not a tangent. This is something I know somebody needs to hear. I had based my joy and my happiness in my friends and hearing from my friends. I even uh, sent one of my friends a text message last night and let them know how much I missed them. That even though I'm happy for their success, I'm happy that things are really progressing in their life. It's really been a sad time for me because I haven't heard from them I don't, or I don't hear from them that much. And, I, and it really means a lot to me to hear from them. But in the same sense, one thing about me that you'll know is that I love seeing people happy and succeeding. I love seeing my friends blessed. I love seeing people who I pray for experience the manifestation of the things that we prayed for. I love it. And, you know, even with you guys, I love hearing the the testimonies. I love hearing the things of, you know, the show really was a blessing to me. I really need to hear what you had to say. That stuff really motivates and encourages me. And I want you to understand that we're all human. We all, you know, we want what we want. We all have desires. We all have needs. We all have things that we truly want. But you can never let the accolades, you can never let uh, somebody else's encouragement or whatever the case may be, be your sole source of happiness and joy. We have to continue to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto us. It, I will be, it would behoove everyone who can hear my voice to always put forth your best effort towards God. Always find out more about who God says you are and what God says you're here to do. Always seek God first in every area of your life. I don't care if it's financial. I don't care if it's in your marriage. I don't care if it's in your dating relationship. I don't care if it's in your interpersonal relationship with yourself. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And it's not saying that you're going to get everything right. It's not saying that you're going to make every decision correctly. But it is saying that at least I'm making the effort to trust God first to seek God first, to act, to put God in remembrance of his word because these are the things that God wants to do, wants us to remember. Those are principles. If you give God the first of anything, the rest of it is blessed. That's even including uh, tithing, which, you know, a lot of people don't believe in tithing, but uh, which I won't go into great detail on, but I'm going to just tell you what I believe. Tithing is, is one of those principles that was never abolished from the Bible. Tithing is one of those principles that is still in play today. It was not removed when Jesus fulfilled the law because tithing came before the law. So it was never removed as a, a principle of honor unto God because the tenth is considered to be a holy piece of everything that we pull in. And that tenth belongs to him, and he wants that tenth back because once we, we freely give him that tenth, it allows power to flow in our lives like none other. I'll actually, I'm, I feel late. I'm going to do this one day um, in the future. I'm going, to, I'm going to do a teaching on the tithe and why the tithe is so important to to anybody who's a, who calls themselves a believer. And if you're a believer and you're not tithing, you you have not, you've actually turned off the power switch to your resources, to the things that that can make your life flow as it's supposed to, as it's, as it's been created. So we'll we'll talk about that uh, in some upcoming shows. But I want you to to hear what I'm saying. Giving is really important in what you're doing, especially in, in overcoming hard times. Giving is one of those things, one of those principles you cannot shut down. You have to, you always have something to give. 
uh, I, I left a Facebook quote up today that um, if you want to if you want to walk on water, you got to step out of the boat. And if you want to see miracles, you want to experience miracles in your life, you got to release what's in your hand. So tight-handed people, stingy people, they don't see the, the type of success we're talking about. And that's what that is the victory of an uh, uncluttered mind when you can release from your mind anything that would hinder you from moving forward. And being stingy, not being a giver, will definitely shut that down. So going back to my original point, I have a lot of people in my life who I really care about. My inner circle, I really care about them. I, I love them, and I, I, I want to see them blessed. And, and you, you guys are included. I, want, I love you, and I want to see you blessed. I want to see you living the life of your dreams. But again, I will put... I will behoove you. It would behoove each and every one of you who can hear my voice right now to never, ever put your happiness in the hands of someone else. Never, ever put your joy in the hands of someone else because you will consistently be disappointed. Because as human beings, we have a right to say no. As human beings, we have a right to to do the things that are necessary for our own personal benefit. And there's nothing wrong with that. But learn to give to God first, honor God first, and the things you're looking for, they're going to manifest. They have to manifest. That's a principle. Once you work that principle, it will work for you. So with that in mind, I just wanted to share that with you. I feel that we are going somewhere in in a really dynamite fashion. We're going somewhere powerful today. We're going somewhere where a lot of people aren't capable of making it to. But you are, because if you can hear my voice right now, I believe we're cut from the same cloth. I heard Les Brown say that once. You know, we're If you're consistently tuning in to shows like this, like creating a championship standard of living, the, the title itself says a lot. And if you're able to continually come back, whenever you continually come back to a, a situation, to an environment where we're creating a championship standard of living, the environment here is uh, is one of creating a championship standard of living, which means we're giving you blueprints, we're giving you tools to recreate in your own environment, a championship standard of living. In other words, top-level living, top-tier living. I want you to, to hear that. I want you to hear this. We're here to, prevent, to promote top-tier living. So with that in mind, everything that you, you hear, everything that you're going to see in, in the upcoming months, because we're going to start doing more videos. We're going, we're, that, we're going to start doing YouTube videos of the show. Everything that you see, everything that you hear coming forward from the Miles Miller Media Group now, which actually is a a new company that I formed to oversee all of my media ventures. Everything you're going to see coming forward from us now is designed with you in mind. It's designed to help you realize the life of your dreams. So I want you to really hunker in and listen to what we're saying partaking what we're doing because it's for you. So with that in mind, we're moving forward with power and might to the next segment. The next segment is um, a very uh, important segment. It is the divine intervention. I'm going to give you a divine intervention or a scripture from the Bible, which I do every week, um, and it's in tune with what we're uh, discussing for the, uh, the day. Today's divine intervention, actually I'm going to give you two, three divine interventions. I'm going to give you three. The first well, actually, it's actually considered two when you think about it. Uh, the first one 
it comes from uh, Romans 8 and 28 and verse, excuse me, Romans chapter 8, verse 28 and verse 31. And it reads, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. What shall we say then? Excuse me. What shall we say, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? I'll repeat that. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? And I'm going to read to you another divine intervention, because uh, I'm going to give you two this week, just to keep you empowered. Uh, again, staying in the vein of overcoming hard times, not to get com um, con overly concerned by what you're seeing in the environment, but trusting that the spirit that God has placed inside of each and every one of us is greater than anything you'll see. Because we, we spiritually can connect to, to that which is infinite. Um, I had, was earlier today, I was just sitting down thinking, and I thought about the Pacific Ocean. The Pacific Ocean is, is huge. It's massive. The Pacific Ocean touches the entire west coast of the United States of America. But the Pacific Ocean also touches Japan. And it got me to thinking, our spirits are just like that. That although we could be in California, the same water that touches the California shore also touches Japan. Now, it may take some time for the, the very water that touched the, the, the coast of Japan to touch the coast of, of California, but this, in the same sense, it still touches. That's just how our spirit is with God. We are able to connect with him because he's everywhere all the time. He's, his, his, he is infinite, which makes our spirits also infinite as well, which we, we can connect to an infinite source where we never have to worry about lack, where we never have to worry about anything. Therefore, again, we know that all things work together for good for them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? That which is infinite is for us. That which is infinite is, is it wants us to thrive. That which is infinite is here to provide unlimited resource, unlimited love, unlimited happiness, unlimited joy, unlimited strength, unlimited everything we need to move forward in our lives, to move forward in our careers, to move forward in, in our relationships, to move forward. We just have to connect. So that's what these divine adventures are for, is to get you to connect to that which is infinite. And, you, and God is a spirit, so that means that we have to connect with him in spirit. Actually, the experiences that we have naturally cannot come to pass unless, unless we make them first in our spirit. Unless we can, if anything you're seeing in your natural experience first happens spiritually. So anything that you want to see in your natural experience, you have to first get it in the spirit. And I'm going to show you. I mean, this is this is a, a this is like a year's worth of teaching that, I'm, that we're going to talk about 
So I want to want you guys to stay tuned, keep your heart open, keep your mind open. But I'm going to give you the next divine invention, which comes from Ecclesiastes um, 9 and 10. I'm going to read this from the Amplified Version of the Bible. It says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. For there is no work or device or knowledge or wisdom in Sheol, which is the place of the dead, where you're going. Whatever your hands find to do, do with all your might. People, the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. But it's going to require some effort. It's going to require you, again, finding quiet time to be alone with God, finding quiet time to just to clear your mind. Like I said, tonight we're going to talk about the victory of the uncluttered mind. We're going to show you how to unclutter your mind tonight. We're going to look, people. This is a this is our year. I don't care what has happened in the first quarter this year. This is still our year. We're going to win, and we're going to win big this year. So, but in order to win big, you have to make room for it. So we're going to talk about the victory of the uncluttered mind in overcoming hard times. And um, again, we're going to go to the next segment. The next segment is our presidential wisdom. And our presidential wisdom again is in the same vein. We're we're talking about not letting the situation hamper our, our spirit and hamper our feelings. And this presidentialism, which, uh, you know, each week I give you a quote from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. Tonight, this week's presidentialism is we proved that we are still a people capable of doing big things and tackling our biggest challenges. We proved that we are still a people capable of doing big things and tackling our biggest challenges. We proved that we are still a people capable of doing big things and tackling our biggest challenges. And that is this week's presidentialism from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. People, I'm excited because anytime I get you guys here, I'm, I'm excited that you, you keep coming back. I'm excited to continue to pour out to you. I have a lot of things planned tonight, but I, I don't think we're going to get to everything. I want to just keep telling you that I love you. I'm praying for you. I believe God for your absolute best. I want you to tell your friends about this show. Tell your friends about what we're doing here. Tell your friends up to uh, connect to me. Uh, we've got some great things planned. So you can reach out to me at Facebook, facebook.com slash mileswmiller. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. You can also reach out to me at MySpace, myspace.com slash Miles W. Miller. Also on Twitter, twitter.com slash Miles W. Miller or at Miles W. Miller. And you can also email me at mileswmiller at gmail.com. I look forward to taking your uh, your your uh, comments. You can also wait, you can also leave a comment here on the Blog Talk Radio site at blogtalkradio.com slash mileswmiller. So there's multiple ways to, to let me know what we're doing so we can improve on this show and make it a much better product for you. That's always my goal. My goal is that you're getting fed when you come here. So with that in mind, I'm going to take you to a motivational moment, and then we'll be right back. Whatever it is you're, 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 you want to see, you want to do, you can speak out things and things can happen for you. But like I said, we're going to get into a lesson. Um, a few, okay, one more thing. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. There's one more thing I want to share with you and that this is something to, to really understand about life, about allowing, about your dreams, about your goals. Whatever you resist, you reject. 
Whatever you reject leaves your life. Let me say that to you again. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject leaves your life. So if if there's something that good that you really want, don't resist it. Accept it. Allow it. Because if you if you reject it, if you reject it, you you, you let go of it, and that that thing that which was good was coming for you. You, you turn away from it, and you want to always accept things that are good and reject things that are bad. And also understand that every day, every day, every single day, no matter what it looks like outside, no matter what's going on in the economy, God has designed the universe to be a major league blessing. He has designed his universe to be a major league blessing for you, for me, for anyone who, who, who can just receive it. And that is actually the natural state of the universe. It is designed to bless you. It's designed to be... It's a design abundance, but you have it's your choice to get in the flow. Hello, and we're back. That was a motivational moment from one of our previous times together, and I just wanted to encourage you with that, just to keep you in the same vein. We're still con- we're still discussing overcoming hard times, and I want to. Um, I want to reiterate the eight principles that we've been discussing for the last uh, three to four weeks now, and so that you can have a, a you know a, a, a recap of what we've been talking about. If you just tune in for the very first time, again we're talking about how to overcome hard times. This is part four of a dynamite series, and um, first and foremost, I'm going to give you the eight principles. These things are are what I believe in my heart a a life preserver. It's like being in the middle of an ocean, dr- drowning, not knowing which way to go. I believe these things are the life preserver and also the, the safety boat, the, the rescue boat by the Coast Guard to come get you. So I'm going to give you these things, and we're going to proceed from there. So uh, just to recap, the eight principles that we've been discussing for the last uh, four weeks now, um, eight principles for overcoming hard times. Uh, the first, very, very, very first thing is to acknowledge and call forth all that is God in you and around you. Acknowledge and call forth all that is God in you and around you. Acknowledge and call forth all that is God in you and around you. I can't say that any more clearly than that. Remember, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. You have to, no matter what the situation looks like, the first thing you have to do is turn to God. Give God the acknowledgement of that you understand that he is who he is. But not only that, he is who he is in you and around you. His Holy Spirit is in us and around us. That means we can call on him at any given time. That That automatically changes the tide of the situation for us. It changes the tide of, of the situation completely. It goes back to Romans 8 and 28. For we know that all things work together for good for them who love God to them who are called according to his purpose. If God be for us, who can be against us? That means the situation has to change the moment I acknowledge that which is God that's in me and it's around me. That means that nothing that any can be conspired against me can hurt me because I know that God is for me. God is for me. God is for us. And at that point, nothing or no one can be against us. 
And, and in fact, how about this? If it happens to you, it hasn't happened for you. So even these hard times that a lot of people may be experiencing, these things have happened for your good. These things have happened for my good. These things have happened for our good. These things have happened for our good because we love God and we're called according to his purpose. And when you're moving on your purpose, you're going to see some obstacles. You're going, to, you're going to face a little adversity. But guess what? It works together for your good because you love God and you're called according to, to his purpose. Wow. So this stuff has to work out for us. Let me, let me, I can stop right there. I'm not getting the rest of the principles, but if you operate that one principle, things change. They change almost instantly. In fact, they change the instant you can speak them out. Because once you start speaking the language that God, the angels of God understand, the angels of God move on behalf of what it is you want. So complaining is one of the worst things you could ever do with your, your time. It's one of the worst things you can ever do with your tongue. The power of life and death is in your tongue. You can never get great things speaking bad things. It don't work that way. It don't work that way, people. you got to continue to acknowledge and call forth God. Call forth everything in you and around you that's God. So we know that. We start off with that. Secondly, you acknowledge the problem and you give your attention to the solution. Acknowledge the problem and give your attention to the solution. Acknowledge the problem and give your attention to the solution. See, it's like this. If you get ready, if you're at the edge of a building and you were to walk off the edge of that building, guess what? The law of gravity says you're going to fall. The law of gravity is right all the time. Barring you having on a, a safety vest or with a parachute in it or being attached to a bungee cord, chances are when you walk off that building, you know, it's almost 100% chance. It is 100% chance that you're going to, you're going to fall. There's a, it is a 100% chance you're going to fall. That's how the law of gravity works, and it, it has never been proven wrong. So with that in mind, it could be a problem if you need to get over the edge of that building. But one thing is for certain, if you continue to focus on the fact that, that if you step off this edge of this building that you're going to fall, chances are that you, the closer you get to that, the edge, you're going to, you're going to lose your, your cool, you're going to lose your grip, and you're going to fall. So what I tell people now is this. We respect the problem. In fact, we won't even call it a problem. We call it a challenge. We respect the challenge. We respect the challenge, but we don't give our attention to it. We give our attention to everything that says we can, we can overcome this challenge. We give our attention to everything that says yes to succeeding and not failing. We give our attention to everything that says we can have this. We can, be, we can overcome this. Surely we can go up at once and possess it because we are well able to overcome it. We give our attention to everything that says we can have what it is we're looking for. Whatever the hard time may be, I don't care if it's a financial situation, I don't care if it's a marital situation, I don't care if it's a relationship situation, I don't care if it's a weight situation, you know, a body image situation, I don't care if what the case may be. Once we acknowledge the challenge and give our attention to, to the solution, the challenge becomes, it's been put on notice that it's, it's, it's days are over. It's days are numbered. Some t in some instances, it can be instantly removed. That's that's the powerful thing about overcoming hard times. Once and our minds are so powerful that once we, we give it something to focus on, it's going to go get it. It's going to go get it. It's going to do everything it can to have that. So you have to again remember you're going to have the most dominant thoughts in your mind. So if the most dominant thoughts in your mind are thoughts of pain and grief and lack, you're going to have it. You're going to have more and more of it. 
But if the most dominant thoughts in your mind are success, being more than a conqueror, overcoming stuff, guess what? You're going to have that too. So again, we acknowledge and call forth everything that excuse me, we acknowledge and call forth all things in us that in excuse me, we we acknowledge and call forth all that is in us and around us that's God. We acknowledge the problem and give our attention to the solution. The next step is to change our minds. Change your mind. Change your mind. Romans uh, 12 tells us to be be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Again, we talked tonight about uh, the victory of, of the uncluttered mind. Once you get out of your mind anything that would hinder the success of what it is you truly want to manifest, there's nothing that can stop you from getting it. The mind is so powerful that once it's made up, it's going to go get it, like I said before. So we have to change our minds. If, we, if there's a certain lifestyle that we want to live, a certain uh, maybe a certain vehicle, maybe a certain place you want to stay. You have to change your mindset to accommodate it. Uh, I had a friend that they talked to me about uh, relationships and how a, a person has to open their heart up. If you want love, you have to be you have to be open to love. You have to do the things that love needs to come in. If you know if there's some things that are off right now, then you have to do whatever is necessary to to put your life in order so that that thing that you really want can come in, and that starts in your mind. You have to change your mind to that environment, to create that environment, because everything you see is a subset of what's going on inside of your mind. So if if you have if there's a lot of clutter in your life right now, then there's clutter in your mind, and it, and you have to clean your mind out. So again, we're going to talk about again later in the show the victory of the uncluttered mind. So after you. Uh, you acknowledge all that's in you. You acknowledge and call forth all that's in you and around you that's God. All you think that's God is in you and around you. Uh, you acknowledge the problem and give your attention to the solution. You change your mind. Next, you have to change your confession. Remember, the, li- the power of life and death is in your tongue, and you shall eat the fruit. Those who love it shall eat the fruit thereof, which means that when you speak, there is something that's being birthed. There's something that's being born from the words that you're speaking out of your mouth. There's going to, so in other words, there's going to be fruit from that, that, that statement that you speak out. So you have to speak love. You have to speak peace. You have to speak the things you want, not the things you don't want. If you don't want failure, then don't speak failure. You want success, you speak it. Whatever you speak, you're going to see the fruit of it. Whatever you speak, you let me say it again. Excuse me one more time. Whatever you speak, you're going to see the fruit of it. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. If if the things that you want are the things that God has promised for you. But if you stop short of it, Faith comes by hearing. So your faith can actually work against you if what's coming out of your mouth is not that which God has ordained for you. Because your faith is a subset of what you hear. So you have to change your confession because the first person that hears what you speak out of your mouth is you. Remember that. You're hearing it as it's being spoken out of your mouth. You're the first person that hears it. So if you want success, speak success. If you want love, speak love. If you want joy, speak joy. If you want happiness, speak happiness. Because anything you speak out of your mouth, you're going to see more and more and more and more more of it. Because guess what? Faith also helps to shape the environment of your mind. Whatever you can, whatever is the the most dominant thoughts in your mind, you're going to see them in the natural. So, you you acknowledge and call for all that's in you and around you that's God. You acknowledge the problem, but you give your attention to the solution. You change your mind. You change your confession. The next thing is to devise a plan to take you to the solution. Devise a plan to take you to the solution. Devise a plan to take you to the solution. Again, Proverbs 16 and, and 3 
or excuse me, Proverbs 16 and 9 tells us that the heart of man devises a plan, but it's God that orders his steps through it. Every time, if you have the audacity to come up with a plan and you have and you can give it to God, God will order your steps through it to success. And guess what? The steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. That means that your success is basically hinged on you coming up with a plan of action. You got to take action. Again, if you want to walk on water, then you step out of the boat. If you want to experience a miracle, then you release what's in your hand. Your plan will get you to the place you want to go. It's going to get you to the solution. And here's the beautiful thing about a plan. If there's something in the plan that's that's limiting and it's not going to it's not going to lead you to success right away or it's not going to lead you to, to success at all, giving that plan to God also again allow Him to direct your path through it will direct you around it or or remove things out of the plan. It remove people out of the plan. It can remove anything any flaw. So spending it causes you to spend more time with with the source. Spend more time with God. And you will see things in your plans uh, changing according to what it is he has devised for us and what it is he has planned for us. So you acknowledge and call forth everything that's in you and around you that's God. You acknowledge the problem and give your attention to, to the solution. You change your mind. You change your confession. You have devised a plan to take you to the solution. Now you have to visualize yourself being successful. You must visualize yourself being successful. You must visualize yourself being successful. Your imagination is the playground for the life of your dreams. It is the place where the life of your dreams is created. It's the, life for the, it's the place where the life of your dreams is maintained. And if you allow it, it's the place where your, the life of your dreams can be transmitted from. Your imagination is powerful. A lot of times in, in growing up, we've been told, uh, you see a child daydreaming. You see a child not focusing on a task in school, and you know they'll be forced to take Ritalin or some other drug to uh, offset the fact that they don't—they're not focused on the subject at hand. But a dreamer is not an ordinary person. Now, your imagination is so powerful that if you allow it to do what it's been called to do, it will take you places that you didn't think were possible. That's why you must be in control. That's why we go back to the top, change your mind. So once your mind has been renewed and you've received the mind of Christ, the things that you visualize change. The things that you speak change. The things that you devise change. So, again, if you must you must see yourself being successful at this thing because at the end of the day, success or failure first started in your mind. It first started in your imagination. So you got to see yourself winning at the game of life. Next, after you've done these things, you want to create a symbol of your intended success. Uh, you know, it's what we call prophetic symbolism. Prophetic symbolism, symbolism is just this. I get an object to serve as the visual replica of the thing I'm believing for. It's a visual replica of my faith and my belief. Belief opens the door of possibility. Faith goes right to the to that point and goes and touches it and grabs it and transmits it back to me where I am in the natural. So, for instance, I, I've been telling uh, each and every one of the listeners the last couple of weeks that there's a certain car that I want. There's a certain place that I want to stay. And what I did is I went and got the keys. I, got, I went and ordered on, on online and ordered the key to the car that I want because the car that I want, uh, the key, you couldn't just buy it in the store. You had to order it. And I ordered that key, and every time I touch that key, the key is on me, on me right now as I'm doing this show. 
every time I touch that key, I, I, I realize I come in contact with that which I want. Every time I touch the key to that, that new condo, I come in contact with that which I want. And it symbolizes to me my intended success. And every time I see it, it reminds me of success. Every time I touch it, it reminds me of what it is I, I truly desire. And I'm telling you, find a symbol that uh, – create a symbol of your intended success. I remember a friend of mine wanted a certain vehicle, and I went and ordered her a um, a vehicle, a replica of that vehicle, a, a, a model-sized replica of that vehicle. And I presented it to her like, hey, keep don't let this out of your sight because this is what you really – this is what you said you wanted. And I believe you deserve it. So keep your keep a symbol of your intended success in your in your view. It's, 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 this is like a vision board, but only bigger. We, we're going and we're actually getting something physical, something tangible, and putting it in our sights every day so we touch it and we, we, we come in contact with it. Because if you can touch it, you can have it. If you can touch it spiritually, you can have it in the natural. So when, it's, when you see it, you manifest. There's, there's been many countless... Uh, uh, countless uh, stories about how uh, people have been. There's one story that I, I can I definitely re- remember now about a um, a king who, whose son was was born uh, as what most people call a hunchback, and he would have the artist draw pictures of the of, of the son as standing upright, being whole, nothing broken, nothing missing. And he placed that picture in front of his son. And every day, as that child grew, he grew straighter and straighter. Until one day, he he no longer had any signs that he was ever born any other way. Because he had visualized, he put in his vision what he what he could look like, and what he should look like, and it became his. He he accepted it. Every time you see that symbol of your intended success, you accept it. We're going to take a small break, and we'll be right back. Whatever it is you're, 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 you want to see, you want to do, you can speak out things, and things can happen for you. But like I said, we're going to get into the lesson. Um, a few, okay, one more thing. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. There's one more thing I want to share with you, and that this is something to, to really understand about life, about allowing, about your dreams, about your goals. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject leaves your life. Let me say that to you again. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject leaves your life. So if if there's something good that you really want, don't resist it. Accept it. Allow it. Because if if you reject it, reject it, you, you, you let go of it, and that, that thing that which was good was coming for you, you, you turn away from it, and you want to always accept things that are good and reject things that are bad, and also understand that every day, every day, every single day, no matter what it looks like outside, no matter what's going on in the economy, God has designed the universe to be a major league blessing. He's designed his universe to be a major blessing for you, for me, for anyone who, who, who can just receive it. And 
that is actually a natural state of the universe. It is designed to bless you. It's designed to be. It's a design abundance. But you have. It's your choice to get in the flow. Did you know that complaining is one of the absolute worst things you can do with your time? As a winner, as a champion, as a game changer, your goal is to use your words effectively. The power of life and death is in your tongue. And you must always choose the very, 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 very best words you can because the very best words will create the very best life that you so desire. See, I always have a saying that the life of your dream is wonderful and you deserve it, but you'll never reach the life of your dreams. You'll never reach your goals. You'll never reach your passion. You'll never accomplish any great thing if you're always whining, complaining, talking about what you don't have, talking about what's not working right, talking about who's against you. Use your words to empower yourself. Use your words to empower your environment. Use your words to empower everything and everyone around you. And guess what? You'll see your environment change. I guarantee it. It's just a matter of you getting your mind focused on the things you do want. And when you focus on the things you do want, you'll start speaking those things out more frequently, more often, and more powerfully. I'm Miles W. Miller, and I'm here to encourage you. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Thanks, and we're back. Those were a couple motivational moments from one of our previous shows together, and I just wanted to, uh, you know, interject that real quick. I, I just, I'm, I'm flowing here. I'm feeling good about this. We're not going to get a chance to talk about the victory of the uncluttered mind tonight, but we're going to continue um, with that next week. But I'm going to finish where I was, where I left off, and that is the eighth and final piece of overcoming hard times is to anchor yourself in faith and belief. Anchor yourself in faith and belief. You know, it, it tells us in the scripture that it's impossible, without faith it's impossible to please God. And that all things are possible to him that believe. But man thinks may be impossible, but with God all things are possible. So if we be, keep our belief and our faith locked on God, it makes overcoming hard times part of our pedigree. Because it is part of pedigree. We are created to be uh, more than conquerors. We are created to, to be, you know, to take territory, to be dominant, to be, you know, walk in dominion. Because we're creating the likeness and image of God. So with that in mind, when hard times arise, you have to keep it locked in your mind, locked in your heart, locked in your soul, locked in your spirit, that you are more than a conqueror, that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, and that you are a powerful entity, that God created you in his likeness and his image. You are a powerful entity. You can speak to things and they, and they shall obey you. You shall decree a thing and it shall be established. Continue to speak out things you want and not the things you don't want. Continue to be blessed to know that you are more than a conqueror. You're the head, not the tail. You are the first, not the last. You are the lender and never the borrower. I'm I'm excited because your destiny means so much to me because I get the chance to come to you each and every Saturday to speak life into your dreams. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about visualization for one quick second. I want you to get in your mind right now something that you deem beautiful, something that you've already established as this is beautiful. I'm going to give you about 30 seconds to do that. It could be a rose. It could be a puppy. It could be a kitten. It could be a, a, a lioness. It could be a lion. It could be, for me, I, I like the Rolls Royce ghost. Um, it could be your spouse. It could be whatever the case may be. 
whatever it is that you, you think is beautiful and you've already deemed beautiful. I want you to get that image in your mind right now. I want you to get that image in your mind right now. I want you to close your eyes and just look at it. I want you to marvel at it. I want you to see how beautiful it is. And now that you have captured in your mind something that you deem beautiful, I want you to repeat after me. I transfer the energy and I harness this energy that beauty beholds and I transfer it to everything that I come in contact with in speech, in thought, in mind, in body, in soul, and in spirit. Now, with that said, I want you to visualize the life of your dreams. I want you to visualize what your life should look like. I want you to see your life being beautiful. I want you to see your life being I want you to see you being happy and being whole, experiencing joy, experiencing peace, experiencing the life, experiencing the life of your dreams. It could be that new house or the spouse, the love of your life. It could be your soulmate, whatever the case may be. I want you to see yourself experiencing that. I want you to see yourself walking in that. I want you to see yourself happy. I want you to see yourself enjoying life. And I want you to repeat after me. The life of my dreams is wonderful. And I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is absolutely wonderful, and I absolutely deserve it. I want you to continue to look at that picture. I want you to continue to see yourself enjoying life. I want you to continue to to just be excited, be overjoyed by what you're experiencing, what you're seeing in your in your vision. Just close your eyes and just enjoy it. Now, while you're still enjoying it, I want you to say this. I want you to repeat after me again. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. People, I reiterate to, the, to you this. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. Receive it. Enjoy it. Allow it to marinate and, and manifest into your experience. It's time for us to experience the life of our dreams. It's time for us to experience the life of our dreams. Listen to me again. It's time for us to experience the life of our dreams. 
I want everybody to come on and just, just lock your mind on what it is you want. Just stay locked on what it is you want. Again, it's, it's just like going back to the, to uh, one of the tips I gave you. Give your attention to the solution. The life of your dreams is a solution. <laughs> it's a solution to, to a, a place where you may be right now. It's actually a place, it's actually an anointing that God gives you to do that. But it comes with that, that changed mind. Change your mind. Enjoy your life. If you haven't been living life to the fullest, then, then espouse from this point forward that everything that you touch from this point forward, moving forward in life, that it's going to be a blessing. It's going to be a blessing to you. It's going to be a blessing to others. So, with that in mind, I want to I want to give you this. We got about four minutes left in the show, three minutes left in the show, and I just want to I want to do this. I want to I want to pray for everybody who can hear my voice, because I know a lot of people are going through a lot of things. Like I said, I've been going through some things this this last few months that didn't make any sense to me. Um, like I said, there's people that. I love and care about that I haven't been able to keep in contact with on a on a um more frequent basis and it's been tough on me. And I'm just I'm just being real with you. It's been real tough on me. And um it's it's caused me to have to to buckle down spiritually and trust God for more. Trust God for more and more of the of the details of my life. Because where we're going people is absolutely phenomenal. But let us pray. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you today giving you praise, worship, glory, and honor. Thank you that this is the day that you've made, so we are rejoicing and we are glad in it. Father, I bring to you my listening audience, Father, to speak life into their dreams, their goals, their visions, and their aspirations, Father. We speak life into those things that you have ordained from them since the time they were conceived, from the time they were even placed in their mother's womb. Father, thank you that your hands upon their dreams, their, their visions, their goals the aspirations for good, not evil, to bring about desirable outcomes. And, Father, everything that has, has come to discourage and deter your people from living the life of their dreams, Father, we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ, and we send it back to the pits of hell from which it came. Father, we loose your resurrection power, the resurrection power of Jesus Christ into every area of their lives. Father, let there be restored marriages. Let there be restored friendships. Let there be restored visions and dreams and goals. Let, let visions, dreams, and goals go forth unfettered, free and unfettered, Father. Thank you that your Holy Spirit is with them every step of the way. Thank you, Father, for cleaning their minds out, Father. Thank you, Father, for giving them the victory of an uncluttered mind so they can go forward and be everything you called them to be, that we can go forward and be everything you called us to be, Father, so that when people see us, they see your glory on us. And, Father, that when every, whenever anybody comes in contact with us, that they know that we've been in, that we've been in rapport with you, that we are in rapport with you. Father, let our dreams, our visions, our goals Go forth with power and might for your glory. Father, thank you for the resources that are necessary. Thank you for the people that are necessary. And thank you, Father, for removing anything unlike you from the scenario. Thank you, Father, that in our experience that we we acknowledge you first and foremost, that we give you praise, worship, and glory first and foremost. Father, we thank you that as we acknowledge you first, that all these things shall be added unto us. Again, not for us to boast and brag, but for your glory so that other people can know that you are real and that you are the God that you say you are, that you are powerful and you love us and you want us to be healed and you want us to be whole. And in Jesus' name, we give you all praise, worship, and glory, and we thank you. Amen. People, 
This has been a great show. It's been a great time with you. We got about 40 seconds left. I want you to all to know I'm love you. I'm praying for you constantly. I believe God for your absolute best. And I want to acknowledge uh, some really special people. Uh, I want to acknowledge some really special people. Uh, Bishop Wayne T. and uh, Dr. Beverly Jackson, Pastor Geraldo, and co-pastor like Tiffany Lee. Um, each and every one of you, uh, Karen L. Donald, um, Tiffany Patton, Shanari Williams, um, Tilly Omani, Kenny Moody, uh, all the people who have helped me put together uh, my Manifest Destiny conference, uh, Mike McCleary, Eddie Connor, everybody who's ever had anything to do with what we're doing here, every, the people who are working behind the scenes, I love you. God bless you. I'm praying for your absolute success. And remember this, my motto, my mantra, my mantra, my motto, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you. I'll see you next week.